Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Good morning. We are live again here with Keep Talking. Um, I'm outside, as you can see. It's a beautiful morning today in Minnesota. I've been trying to spend a lot of time outside lately uh, because, as you all, you all know, I, I like the outdoors. I think it's good for our health. Um, so yeah, getting outside, doing an episode here this morning. This morning, we are going to be talking about collocations. Now, what is a collocation? It's basically two words or a combination of words that are used together quite often, right? So I'm going to be talking about, well, almost 50, really, 50 collocations in English. And I'm doing this based off of an ebook that was actually made by one of our students. So I want to give a huge shout out to Diego Castaño, one of our students who created this ebook. Diego Castaño has been a student with Keep Talking for over a year now. Um, he made this ebook. He's done a ton of stuff for us. He's also basically, he's a web developer. He's the one who's running our Keep Talking website right now. Check it out if you haven't yet. Um, there's a lot of information on different memberships, our methodology, what we offer. But today in this live, I'm going to be going over 50 or almost 50 of these collocations, these, these phrases you're going to hear very often in English, these words that go together. Um, and I'll be giving some explanations in Spanish as well. I see we've got a couple people who have joined us. So thank you guys for being here this morning. Please let me know if you have comments or questions about any of these collocations or any of these phrases I'm going to be going over. But once again, big shout out to Diego Castaño. Muy agradecido con Diego Castaño todo lo que ha hecho para Keep Talking. Entonces vamos a revisar eh, lo que él puso en este ebook que creó. And if you guys want a copy, si quieren una copia del, del ebook de esos colocaciones, if that's the right word in Spanish, just let me know. So let's go ahead and get started. The first collocation that Diego has got here is increasingly anxious. This is something we say in English a lot. Cada vez más ansioso o crecientemente ansioso. And I'm looking over on my computer here. He's got some examples. So um, an example might be, he became increasingly anxious due to his wife's pregnancy. Se puso cada vez más ansioso por el embarazo de su esposa. So that's the first one. Uh, the next one, we've got spoil the appetite or spoil your appetite. So what does spoil mean? Well, spoil actually has two meanings in English. So the, so the first meaning to spoil is like to mimar. If we say that someone is spoiled, son como mimados, son mimadas, right? Uh, but the other meaning is also like to ruin, como para arruinar o pudrir, digamos, uh, to spoil. So to spoil your appetite means arruinar el apetito. So an example might be my, I remember my grandmother always told me not to spoil my appetite by eating cookies before lunch. O sea, mi abuela siempre me decía no echar a perder mi apetito comiendo galletas antes del almuerzo, right? You ruin your appetite by eating cookies. So spoil 
your appetite. That's another one. Um, hasty exit, una salida apresurada. The children made a hasty exit before their father saw the mess. So los niños salieron apresuradamente antes de que su padre <laughs> viera el desastre. A hasty exit. Uh, the next one is a round of applause. A round of applause. Una ronda de aplausos. Uh, an example would be, could you please give a round of applause? Podrían dar un aplauso, por favor. A round of applause. Es como una ronda de aplauso, pero un aplauso. Um, the next one I've got in here is a great pleasure. Un gran gusto o gran placer. So we might say, he takes great pleasure from living in Hawaii, or he gets great pleasure from living in Hawaii. I think maybe I uh, stopped there in my video for a second, but great pleasure, gran placer. Um, a catchy tune. What does a catchy tune mean? It means like a good song. Una canción pegadiza, right? Um, uh, it's, it's such a catchy tune. I can't stop listening to it. Uh, the next one is high standards. Estandres altos. And the example here is, does your mother have high standards about cleaning? O sea, tu madre tiene estandres muy altos sobre la limpieza o el aseo. So high standards. The next one is a brisk walk. A brisk walk. Una caminata rápida o energética. Um, the doctor advised to take a brisk walk every day. El médico me aconsejó que tomara una caminata eh, rápida o con mucha energía todos los días, right? Um, the next one is to hand in your notice. We often say to give a two weeks notice or to hand in your notice, your two weeks notice. Esto es dar un aviso que vas a renunciar del empleo. Uh, the next one is to be blissfully unaware. Um, whoops, excuse me, we'll actually skip that one for now. Um, the next one we've got is bitterly cold. Bitterly cold, basically amargamente o intensamente frío. Uh, here in Minnesota, it is bitterly cold in the winter. In Minnesota, aquí está amargamente o intensamente frío, muy frío en el invierno. Um, Next one is splitting headache, a splitting headache, dolor de cabeza terrible, uh, desgarrador is the word that Diego used in his description here. That's probably, it's a little bit above my Spanish level, you know what I mean? But a splitting headache, so we might say, I'm going to bed because I have a splitting headache. It's like a, it's like a migraine, una migraña, a splitting headache. Um, the next one is to cause havoc or to wreak havoc, to wreak havoc is to causar estragos, so causar pues un caos más o menos, to cause havoc or to wreak havoc. Uh, the next one we got on the list here is to argue convincingly, uh, argumentar de, de una manera convincente, así es la palabra en español, convincente, I don't know, convincente, yo creo. Uh, so we want to argue convincingly to try to convince our spouse that he or she is wrong, even though he or she's probably right and we're just being uh, stubborn, but that's another story. The next one on the list is uh, a dull ache, a dull ache. So this is like un dolor crónico o persistente, but we use the word dull a lot. Like I have a dull ache or a dull pain in my neck or in my head or wherever it may be. Uh, the next one is to draw a conclusion or to come to a conclusion, sacar una conclusión. Um, have you drawn any conclusions about learning English? Um, you need to know phrasal verbs, collocations, etc., etc. Uh, the next one is to feel at home, sentirse como en casa. Um, he, we might say, he doesn't feel at home in his new apartment, or he doesn't feel at home in his new country. No se siente en casa. Sorry, guys, I know I'm going fast here, but like I said, we've got 50 of these, 50 de esos collocations. Y si quieren una copia del ebook, del ebook, nos avisan. If you want a copy of the ebook, let us know. We can send it to you. Um, 
The next one we got on the list is to do vigorous exercise. Ejercitarse vigorosamente. Um, so me personally, I like to do vigorous exercise at least six days a week. And then the other day is cardio, but vigorous exercise or exercise vigorously. Um, number, the next one on the list is to lose touch. Perder contacto con alguien. So we might say, um, yeah, I used to hang out with this guy, but I lost touch with him, right? Convivía con él mucho antes, pero perdí el contacto con él. The next one is to take notes. This is pretty self-explanatory. Tomar notas. I hope you guys are all taking notes on this live. Espero que todos estén tomando notas en este live. Um, next one is to do the shopping. So hacer las compras o ir de compras. Um, Etc. Etc. We also have to do paperwork, hacer papeleo, llenar papeles. This is something that's very common, unfortunately, here in the U.S. Whenever you go to the doctor or to any place, you always have to do a lot of paperwork. Um, so be ready for that if any of you are planning on visiting the U.S. soon. <laughs> it's it's good. It's good to visit. It's a good country. There's a lot of paperwork. I'm not going to lie. Um, so to take a look, echar un vistazo o echar una mirada, um, we might say. Um, let me take a look, uh, or the doctor is going to take a look inside my mouth because it's been talking too much and he wonders if there's a problem. Um, to make sure, to make sure, asegurarse, um, uh, I just wanna make sure that everything is okay, right? Um, I'm calling just to make sure that you're okay. Um, make a mistake, we've probably all heard this one before, cometer un error, uh, I make a lot of mistakes still when I speak Spanish, sorry. Soy gringo, ¿qué voy a hacer? Um, next one on the list is to make a good impression. Causar una buena impresión, right? We always say we want to make a good first impression. So maybe when you start your new job, you want to make a good impression on that first day. And to do so, you want to have English at a high level. Sign up for Keep Talking. Anyway, next one on the list is to give a talk. To give a talk. Dar una charla. Um, we might say that someone who is an expert in something is going to go on TED Talks and give a talk. Uh, next one we've got on the list is to go missing. To go missing. Desaparecer. We might say the girl went missing. Uh, remember, it's went in the past. Um, go in the past is went. So the girl went missing. La niña se desapareció. And the next one is to go smoothly, to go smoothly. And this basically means que las cosas están funcionando sin, bueno, sin contratiempos, es lo que Diego puso para su explicación, pero que las cosas van bien, they're going smoothly. Smoothly, smooth literally means kind of like soft or suave, más o menos, pero smoothly, smoothly is like without any sort of difficulties, right? So things are going smoothly. I hope everything is going smoothly. Next one on the list is to make an excuse. We've probably heard this one, poner o dar una excusa. Um, yeah, I, gosh, I wish I could think of a good example for this one. Well, we all have a bunch of excuses in our lives, so don't make excuses today. Um, next one is to do the homework, hacer los deberes o las tareas. Uh, the kids have to do their homework, even if it's virtual school with COVID, you still have to do your homework. Um, next one we've got is to take a nap. 
to take a nap. A nap is, of course, a siesta. So echar una siesta, to take a nap. Now, I'm a person, I do not like to take a lot of naps, right? Because I wake up feeling groggy. Groggy is like, me siento, sabes como te sientes a veces cuando te despiertes y como que todo está un poco borroso y no tienes energía. That's groggy, right? So I don't like to take naps because they make me feel groggy. But to take a nap, echarse una siesta. Um, let's see, we've also got bumpy flight, a bumpy flight. Now, this is a funny one. Um, un vuelo turbulento, con mucha turbulencia, right? Um, it's going to be a bumpy flight or it's going to be a bumpy ride. Now, of course, what is a bump? A bump is like un tope, right? Um, so we might say there is a bump in the road. And when we say bumpy, we mean that it's going to be a little, right? So it's going to be a bumpy ride or a bumpy flight. Um, we also would say strongly suggest. I strongly suggest you follow us on Instagram if you haven't already or you sign up for a membership. I strongly suggest that you practice your English every day. Strongly suggest is to sugerir fuertemente, right? I strongly suggest that you do this. The next one is to sleep rough. Um, pues, well, the way that Diego described this one is dormir en la calle, but basically to sleep rough just kind of means que no dormiste bien, no necesariamente en la calle. Um, next one we've got on here is a wise choice or a wise decision. You might say, yeah, it would be a wise decision to come to Minnesota in the summer when it's nice out here, but it would not be a wise choice. It would not be a wise decision to come here in the winter, for example. Una decisión sabia o no sabia. Um, the next one is constructive criticism, constructive criticism. So the boss is supposed to give us constructive criticism, but sometimes his criticism is a little too strong. Uh, una crítica, críticas, construct críticas constructivas, más o menos. Constructive criticism is a word that's used a lot in English. Um, we also say finishing touches. So what does finishing touches mean? Los últimos retoques. Los últimos retoques en algo. So um, we're just finishing up this project. We're gonna put the finishing touches on it. The finishing touches on it. And I hope you guys can hear me because as I'm putting the finishing touches on this episode, there is this thing next to me. I don't even know what you call it, like the heater, the water heater at the next house next door just turned on and it's really loud. So I'm gonna talk a little bit louder now. Anyway, so putting the finishing touches on something, I'm painting the wall, putting the finishing touches on it, right? Um, how about this one? The time of one's life. If you come to Minnesota in the summer, you're going to have the time of your life, right? The time of one's life basically means pasarla super bien haciendo algo, right? Um, so Diego put on here for an example, I had the time of my life when I was a student. Sabes, no lo creo. No sé, no me imagino que Diego cuando estuvo en la escuela la pasó así de super bien, pero es un buen ejemplo. I had the time of my life. Right, I had the time of my life. And good morning, Ana Maria. Thank you so much for being here. By the way, just uh, for those of you who are just joining us, we are going over 50, roughly 50 collocations, which are words that are used commonly together and common expressions in English. And these are from my boy, Diego Castaño, who helps us a ton with Keep Talking. He also manages our website, super active in all of our groups. So thank you again, Diego Castaño. We've got about eight of these left here. Feel free to leave a comment or question if you have any, well, any comments or questions, right? <laughs> um, so the next one I've got on the list is to break habits or break bad habits, romper hábitos, right? Um, I wish that this 
heater thing, would it break its habit of turning on when I'm in the middle of my life? What the heck? Uh, no, but we want to break the bad habit of smoking. We want to break the bad habit of being on our phone all the time. Unless, of course, you're watching a Keep Talking Live, which you should be. Um, now, another bad joke. Okay, so the next one is breathe deeply. Respirar profundamente. So when I'm doing my meditation in the morning, I breathe deeply. I breathe deeply. Respiro profundamente, ¿verdad? Uh, the next one on the list is mutual friends. Mutual friends. We have mutual friends. Amigos mutuos. I think that one doesn't need much of an explanation. We also have to take a chance. To take a chance. And I mentioned this one in our live the other day about take verbs, right? Arriesgarse. To take a chance. So I decided this morning I was going to take a chance and do this episode outside even though it might rain. Me arriesgué. Arriesgué. Sí, esta palabra siempre se me traba la lengua en español. Pero me arriesgué a hacer el live grabar afuera hoy aunque podría llover i took the chance and it's not raining yet so it's worked out okay the next one we got is a sprawling city a sprawling city so sprawling is a difficult word right to sprawl basically means like esparcir esparcido so a sprawling city means like a city that is very that it just it goes on and on and on right uh, a good example of this, in my opinion, is actually Mexico City. I've been to Mexico City, La Ciudad de Mexico, El DF, CDMX, so Mexico, or whatever they're calling it, right? It's a big example of a sprawling city. The city, there's not that many like tall buildings in the middle, but just the city goes on and on for miles. So it's a sprawling city, sprawling. That's a difficult word in English for a lot of you guys. Um, Next one, we got two more here, is a concise summary, a concise summary. Un, resum, un resumen, no, sí, resumen, ¿verdad? Siempre me confundo si es resumen o resumo. But anyway, resumen conciso, resumen conciso. So we to give a concise summary of this live, we went over 50 collocations, más o menos 50 de esos collocations, right? Um, and yeah, we learned some cool things. So that's a very concise summary. It's a bad summary, let's be honest. But um, the last one I've got on the list is the not too distant future. El futuro no tan lejano, right? So we might say in the not too distant future, humans are going to be almost like robots because we're so connected to technology, right? And this is like a whole nother topic for another live, but in the not so distant future or the not too distant future. So yeah, that's all I've got. Now I'm going to leave it open for about a minute or two here. Un minuto, dos minutos más. Si tienen algún comentario, preguntas sobre alguna de las cosas que acabo de revisar. Eh, también si tienen algunas otras expresiones o otras cosas que quieren aprender o saber la respuesta ah, en inglés. Eh, espero que me escuchen bien. Eso siga haciendo mucho ruido, perdón. Eh, but once again, another big shout out to Diego Castaño, who is one of our amazing students at Keep Talking. He's always producing content for us. He's the one who created this ebook with these collocations. He also manages our website and is super active in our group. So thank you again, Diego Castaño. Thank you all so much for participating this morning. Remember to join Keep Talking today. If you're not able to join a paid membership at this moment, we have a conversations club, which is free. We're putting a lot of content on Instagram. Start following us if you haven't already. Um, just get involved in the Keep Talking ecosystem, right? Because we are not just a program that's designed to teach you English and improve your English. Of course, you will improve your English with us, but we also want you to be connected to a global community of people from around the world who are practicing their English, who are learning about a lot of these interesting topics that we like to talk about. Um, si no conoces la metodología de Keep Talking, mándanos un mensaje directo, ve al sitio web para ver de qué se trata. 
mejorar tu inglés, tu fluidez en inglés, conversacional, profesional, avanzado y también aprender sobre temas muy interesantes y ser parte de una comunidad global. Muchas gracias por su tiempo esta mañana. Thank you all so much for your time. And now finally the thing stops making noise right as I'm ending the live. But I guess that's the way it goes. Así es la vida. Feliz día, chicos. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community.